Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. Those of you who are in Greenland, Iceland, and Scandinavia, lend me your ears. It is, let's see, Friday. It is August the 13th. Happy birthday to all the old people out there drawing their Social Security and Medicare, and some of you on Medicaid. You have stumbled on, found, or are a willing participant in the Paul Truesdell podcast. Who is Paul Truesdell? That would be me. Yeah. That's right. That's who I am. What we do is we chit-chat a little bit each day about something that uh, tickles a fancy that might make you uh, think about it. It's what I say all the time. Gotta think about it. So our intro is always the same. I'm going to play it for you now. It is a grand total of 59 seconds, and I'll be back. So go get a cup of coffee. The Paul Truesdell Podcast is sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial the home of fixed cost investing and Longview forecasting practical forecasting for the busy professional and business owner the Paul Truesdell podcast general business and economic observations individual wealth tips tricks tools or techniques and things that made Paul raise his eyebrows Shake his head and purse his lips while taking a deep breath. Let's get started. Well, I sure do hope you enjoyed yesterday's uh, podcast about uh, being Edward V and the Admiral Bimbo and Big Goonie, because I had a ball doing that. Pat, you're right. Your electric car needs to have solar panel, but not on the roof. You probably need to put it on the bumper so you get all the tail, all the headlights from all the cars behind you. They can keep charging you. A good friend of mine said that uh, to my discussion on uh, electric cars. You know, what are you going to do when the big hurricane comes through? and you're off the side of the road and you can't go anywhere because you got no electricity. Pat said he's going to put uh, solar panels on his car and uh, he's going to get all the lights from all the gas cars and they'll go ahead and keep him going. (laughs) Oh, God, I love Pat. Common sense is just not among us, Pat. You know that, I know that. Had a person from Baraboo, Wisconsin get a hold of me. Very upset. They called me a big bully. You're a bully because you don't like electric vehicles. (laughs) Well, to my Barabooer, I want you to understand something. In just a few moments, I'm I'm going to talk about Jeff Bezos. I'm going to talk about Bill Gates, Branson. I'm going to talk about Jack Maher. I'm going to talk a little bit about, uh, oh, I don't know, just a whole bunch of people, including Donald Trump, Michael Bloomberg. And we're going to talk a little bit about Greenland and what's going on there. But I want you to understand, you just don't seem to have the intelligence, Baraboo. Understand that there's a place for everything, but there's not a place for everything. In other words, everything has a place, but not everything belongs in every place. And this whole idea, this whole vaccine thing, for example, is a good example. Not everybody should be vaccinated. There are some people who it doesn't make any sense. And I think you should know all the facts before you go off and make a half-assed, half-cocked decision. Same thing with electric vehicles, same thing with everything. If you don't know what you're doing, 
going, how about just shutting your pie hole? Oh, they lost their cookies because they're a devout Christian in Baraboo, and they're obviously an electric vehicle person, and they didn't like the fact that I say that I'm a Druid. Listen, boys and girls, Druids are not pagans. There's a lot of us who have very strong Christian beliefs, but we believe in the natural world, natural order. You can't go out and, and keep dicking with everything and expecting it to work out. You know, I just got done talking to my son, and, and like, you do realize that you have lots of companies out there that provide roadside assistance. And when your Tesla breaks down, the vehicle that comes out to help you is a vehicle towing a generator. That generator has to recharge your vehicle because a lot of time vehicles run out of power. They're off the side of the road. So they start these big diesel generators up to generate enough electricity to go into your car so you can get to the nearest charging station. Now, if that isn't a crock of absolute horse manure, I don't know what is. So we were talking, I said, you know, the day's coming when somebody's going <laughs> to, and you know it's going to happen, guys. You absolutely know this is going to happen. <laughs> You're going to get someone who is quite literally going to put a generator on the on the hood of their car or on the roof or on the trunk, and so they're going to have the, the, the cords <laughs> running in, and so they can go down the road with their generator uh, and the gas <laughs> running the uh, electric vehicle. Oh, that's really efficient. <laughs> Uh, let's get our disclaimer out of the way. I'll be back in 52 seconds. Due to Paul's extensive holdings and that of his clients, you should assume that he and his firms have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. By listening to this podcast and using this website in any manner, you understand the information presented is provided for informational purposes. Nothing said, written, or otherwise communicated in any form should be construed as an offer, recommendation, or solicitation to buy or sell a security. Hey, listen, everybody is in sales in one way, shape, form, or another. And one of the things that you always want to remember and never forget, when you run across people who are really stupid, especially the very sensitive ones in the world, do not placate them, do not deal with them. And if they get in the way, you just got to plow them over. You just got to plow them over. So no matter who you are, and I think if you're, oh, Christian or Muslim or you're into Buddhism, whatever you're into, okay, Taoism, you want to have clarity, you want to have confidence, and you want to be capable, okay? The three C's. I like that. I like those three C's. Hey, Hey ho, hey ho, three C's for you. You want to have clarity, confidence, and capability. And I say this all the time, and I have a lot of people who have heard me say, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Now, last night in Ybor City, I had a, a couple that I hope to do business with. I like these people, really well-grounded people, just utterly amazing folks. And um, they're Texans like me, and um, I think we're going to be kindred spirits. Don't know. We'll see. I hope. One can only cross their fingers and see what happens. But I painted a picture, and I like like doing this, I always say, here's what I want you to do. I want you to just listen to me for just a moment. I'm going to tell you about Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony rode a grand stallion. Now, I know in your mind, you probably saw this horse that's got all of this, these, these things hanging off of it. I'm not a horse guy. Now, it's just, it, you can see it, right? And Sir Anthony might look like, I don't know, a knight in shining, shining armor, or might look like some kind of an English riding croft, you know? And I said, every time I change it, you can see different images of Sir Anthony and his grand stallion. 
stallion. Okay. Now we can say Anthony rode a horse. Now what happens is Anthony is a little bit younger and the horse is a little bit smaller. You probably saw a saddle. Anthony's probably wearing blue jeans and a, a, a probably a long sleeve shirt, maybe plaid. He may have a cowboy hat on. And as I tell you these things, you are seeing these pictures in your head. So we have Sir Anthony rode a grand stallion. I just painted that picture again for you. Then we have Anthony rode a horse. Now we have Tony rode a pony. Now Tony's much younger. Tony's a young little boy and he's got a little tiny horse. It's a a pony. I mean, it's Tony rode a pony. Now, if I raise my voice, I'm going to raise my voice and I'm going to be a few octaves higher. And then I'm going to say, Topo, Topo. You can see the little baby with a little horse, a little, a little doll. Can't you? The kid's just cute as a button. And so little Topo grow up to become Tony rode a pony. Anthony rode a horse. And eventually, Sir Anthony, who rode a grand stallion, every time I told you that, a different picture came into your mind. You see, the thing in life is you can't sell Sir Anthony rode a grand stallion. That doesn't sell, which is why I say things like simple works better. So when I tell you these stories, there's a reason for it because I always want to get things down, broken down to the most simple thing possible because most people are just not smart enough to get it. They're just not. Yes! Now, most people are persuaded by the complex answer. If it's not overly complex, if it's not one of the shiny objects that makes them go, ooh and uh, they won't buy it. The overwhelming majority of the people who come across what we do will not buy anything from us because it's too simple. There's got to be a catch to it. I remember years ago, I was telling people that we had no commission-based trading and we could do it for a fixed cost. There was a guy over in St. Pete. He's in real estate. Every single time I ever talked to this guy, I saw him at these networking events, network after work. He said, just there's no way you can do it. Well, yeah. And we're still doing the same damn thing. And now other people are doing it as well. You see, a lot of people are highly insecure. They're so insecure that they're always overthinking things. They're always overthinking things. You don't, don't do that. Kiss. Keep it simple. I'll give you an example. We're going to paint another picture for you. You have a cake and the cake has frosting on it. Now that frosting might be chocolate, might be vanilla, might be raspberry or strawberry. And every time I gave you a different type of frosting in your head, you saw the cake go from a dark brown to a, a light color. It might have even been a lime color or white, right? Vanilla. Then it became, oh, raspberry or strawberry and had a different color. Maybe it was a pinkish. Maybe it was a real bright red. Every time I gave you a different color, you saw that in your brain. If you didn't see that, you're struggling mentally. And I wish you the best in life. And if I now tell you that cake has sprinkles all over the top of it, you see the sprinkles. More than likely, you saw different colored sprinkles because you've all seen that. But maybe it was peanuts. Maybe we had chopped peanuts that we sprinkled on top. That We could have done that. And you just saw that just a moment ago. You know what could be? We could use coconut, a little bit of coconut on top. Once again, you saw that you may have seen that chocolate now on there, that beautiful cake, right? Two, three layer cake and you got the chocolate on it and you put the coconut on it, right? You saw that. It could be chocolate chips. How about this beautiful cake that has a nice white frosting and maybe we'll put a few strawberries on there and we'll slice them in half and kind of put them up there. And then what we'll do is we'll take some shaved chocolate and kind of sprinkle it. Can you you taste that? Now, when you cut into the cake, what kind of cake is it? Do you have any idea? We never said what kind of cake it is. And that's the problem when most people invest. They see the sprinkles, they see the frosting, they see the can, they see the label, they see the the, the pretty person, they see the goofy looking person, they see the cartoon, they see the fancy childish colors, but they really don't know what's inside the can. In the very near future, I'm going to do a video for our firm. 
And so all this is the story of the can. In fact, the story of the can may be a blog post that I'm going to put. I don't know. But it's a great story. It's the story of a can. A simple can. And I want you to tell me and answer this question. Can you tell me what's in the can? It has no label. It's all sealed up. Can anyone tell me what's inside the can? Most people can't. They can't tell me what's in the can. You have to have a label. You have to be told what's in the can. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. <laughs> Let's go on to our next item here. I've come to the conclusion that there are a lot of people, especially those of you who are under the age of 40, that you're afraid of your shadow. You really are. I'm not impressed by the overwhelming majority of people who are under the age of 40. They're nincompoops, they're midwits, they're dipshits, they're dimwits, they're morons. Your mom and dad, who were probably old enough, well, I'm probably old enough to be their mother, their father, so I'm old enough to be your grandfather. If you're in your 20s, there's a high probability I'm old enough to be your grandfather. I gotta admit, I've met a lot of you. You're a bunch of dipshits. And it's because your parents were dipshits as well. And in my generation, the boomers, there's a lot of dipshits in my generation. My God, did boomers screw up this country. Everybody's afraid of their shadow. Everybody's offended by everything. People people are a bunch of lackadaisical, pussyfied nincompoops out there. It's just unbelievable. And, and if you don't like that, keep a big, wide berth away from me. I don't want anything to do with you. Just like I told you yesterday about that jackass clerk at the Admiral Ben who just read me the riot act and I decided to read her riot act. I don't give a damn. I let all the goonies just stand there. Well, we're going to dot the I's and cross the T's. You, know, you want to act like a complete itch to me? I can act like a complete rascal to you too. But we have so many people, they're afraid of their shadow. They haven't been outside very much. So when the sun is shining and they see a shadow, they literally jump out of their skin like a cat. And the problem is what's going on with this pandemic and the response. It's way more than vaccinations. It, it has to do with the emotion well-being of the country. And I'm telling you, I see a lot of people that are emotionally screwed up. It's huge. It's huge. People are really emotionally messed up. They're insecure. And then you combine that with a low IQ, and then you give them a college degree that doesn't mean anything, and they think they know what they're doing. They're complete midwits. They have a low emotional quotient. They can't speak for themselves. Mommy, mommy, call the police. Call 911. Ooh, always call somebody and complain. Ooh. Oh, spit this, the lollipop out of your mouth and grow up for crying out loud. You know, it's, it's called time, effort, aggravation, and money. I, I'm not going to waste my time, effort. I'm not going to increase aggravation or waste my money on people that are dipshits. And you shouldn't either. So ask people questions like, what do you think is going to happen in the next three months economically? I did that. I asked people. And you know what the response was? Next to nothing. People are afraid to think into the future. It scares them. The shadow might, ooh, the dark shadow. So yeah, I'm your grump, grumpy grandpa right now. Now, I'm kind of really, I'm, I've lost a lot of uh, faith in humanity in many regards. <laughs> but only in certain people. What I will tell you is I'm collecting a hell of a lot of people that have their act together, and those are the people I deal with. I do not waste my time with time wasters. Oh, everybody gets a little bit of time, but I'm not, I don't have time for that stuff. I just don't. Because one of the things, you know, you ask somebody a, a future, a question that's, you know, what they think is going to happen in the future, a future-orientated question, they lose it. Ask a person, you know, a question like, um, okay, let me ask you this question. Here we go. You're in a car, and you go two blocks north. You make a left, 
and you go two blocks. You make another left, you go two blocks. You make another left, you go two blocks. You go two more blocks, and then you make a right. What direction are you headed? I'm telling you, the overwhelming majority of the population will lose their cookies on that. I've used questions like that when I've interviewed for positions for basic receptionists and secretaries. And it's one of the first things you do, and they're done. I, I watch their eyes. I get to see them all get frustrated. The lips start to quiver, the perspiration. Oh, I, don't, I couldn't keep up with it. What do you keep doing again? You're dumb shit. You're a dipshit. You have a master's degree in business administration. Get the hell out of my office. I wouldn't hire you to be a dog catcher. Wouldn't hire, well, hell, absolutely not. Dog catchers need to have compassion and understanding. I wouldn't hire you to clean the toilet. Now, the problem is you, you, you want to find out from people, what are you doing when you're not working? What occupies the majority of your time? And I can tell you, I, I know that a lot of people just sit around and they eat, get fat, they drink, they smoke, whatever they smoke. Got to ban, got to ban cigarettes. Remember that. You got to ban cigarettes. In fact, we got to tax cigarettes insanely. I mean, you got to tax cigarettes off the charts. In fact, some places want to keep people from smoking until age 25 because of all the effects on it. But having marijuana, that's perfectly fine. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. We want to prevent people from consuming alcohol until 21. And in some places, they want to even raise it till, till 25 because you're not mature enough yet. But we can allow somebody who's 10 to have their testicles and penis cut off and inserted so they can change genders. And mommy can do that. That happened in, in, in Texas. That actually happened in Texas. And the courts ruled that, yeah, we can do that to this kid. So we're going to let people vote at 18 for the president of the United States, but they're not mature enough to go out and have a drink. We'll let mom and dad sign a waiver for a 17-year-old to go in the military. They can fight and die for the country. But they're not old enough to rent a car until they're 25. See, I don't buy this stuff. Hypocrites really piss me off. Really do. I can't stand hypocrites. If you're the kind of person that can't stand hypocrites, you love working with me. Yeah. Yeah, right, Roscoe? You love working with me. I love this little thing that I, I play every once in a while. I'll do it real quick. This town needs an enema. And now, folks... It's time for who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? I wish uh, that I had some loftier purpose, but uh, I'm afraid in the end it's just the money. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. So remember, when you sit down and you commoditize things, when you do things like have a set protocol, habits, you get up in the morning, you do the same thing, you make your bed, you put your clothes away, you do your push-ups, you do your sit-ups, you do your stretching and bending, you do things very systematically, you know, once a week, you polish your shoes, oh hell, you know nobody's polishing shoes anymore. When's the last time you ever got out one of those tin cans and got a little thing out, you know, a little, little cloth and you got a little black and you polish your shoes and spit shined them brown, black, or, or neutral color. When's the last time you did that? You know you haven't done that. Nobody does that anymore. What do you do? You get one of those like uh, foam things that's got goo-goo juice that makes it shine real pretty. That's what people do. Yeah. When's the last time you get out and waxed your car? Wash and wax the car. When's the last time you went out and instead of putting some stupid crap on the tires, you used, you know, good old-fashioned baby oil. That's right. You see, I guess what we really need to do, no matter who we are, is we have to have a POS. A POS is your personal operating system. Now, I'm really serious about this. What is your personal operating system? The things that you do daily, in and out, no, no matter what. Like for me, being a stoic is really important. I've said this, I'm going to say it again. Being a stoic is the main component of my mindset. I'm a lifestyle business where business is a lifestyle. End of story. I view working as life. I view retirement as death. I want nothing to do with retirement. I'll retire when my eyes close and I can't wake up. I, I don't want anything to do with retirement. I just, I think it's a, I think it's horrible 
horrible thing for a whole lot of reasons. I get it. You worked at a job you hated. Oh, that's fine. You build enough money. You've got coin. You can retire. But now do something that really makes you happy. I've got a gentleman I worked with in Tampa. I'm not going to give you his name, but he's a photographer now. I mean, holy cow, he is amazing. He shoots wildlife photos. He does landscapes. He's out west right now, and he's all over the Grand Tetons and Yellowstone. And it's up in Idaho and Wyoming. And I mean, he's taking pictures of places I've been. And it's like, oh, it's just amazing. Do something. Get off your fat dead ass and do something. I heard a horror story this weekend about a guy who's just, he's basically Java the Hut. He's just giant and fat and he's, he's a grump. Your horse's ass. Don't do that. Do something in life. But as a stoic, I'll be real blunt with you. I had a good day today. I mean, I had a great day because in a little while, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. And you know what? If I get up, I had a good night. So if I get a chance to go to bed, I had a good day. If I get up, then I had a good night. Real simple. Everything else is gravy. But we got all these pussies out there, all these buttercups, all these snowflakes. And it applies to the right and the left. I mean, it, it, that's not a conservative thing. It's not a Trump thing. It's not a Biden thing. You just got all these people who just bitch and whine about nonstop shit. And I'm tired of it. You're tired of it. We're all tired of it. This country is so ready for a strong, independent leader who's willing to throw the middle finger to the system and say, we got to raise an army and we got to redo things. Now, I'm not calling for the, a revolution. I'm not calling for violence. I'm telling you the country is ready for someone to hit the red button for a reset. And you're not going to get that with the same jackass politicians over and over. If you have haven't run for office and you've never run before and you're thinking about it, give me a call. I will talk to you. I'll talk to you through the system and then I'll point you in the right direction to people that you need to talk to. If you're dead serious about trying to take some of these jackasses out legally and appropriately and you have trust and faith in the system that it's not rigged, let me know. I've been doing this for a long, long time. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And going back to those emotional pussies, you're all a bunch of damn babies. It's all about being upset about unplanned events. Unplanned events. Really? Grow up. Just grow up. Listen, I'm going to play a real quick item here. I need to whip my whistle. I'll be back in. Let's see. Which one do I want to do? I want to pour a cup of coffee and then I want to sit back down. So let me do this. Let me give me uh, give me 30 seconds. I'll be right back. So I want to talk a little bit about electric cars again. Uh, Pat, I want you to listen to this because I know you'll get a kick out of it. Bill Gates is a horse's ass. So is Jeff Bezos. But so is Branson. Jack Ma, we talked about Bloomberg. And here's what's going on. You remember when Trump wanted to buy Greenland? <laughs> you guys never forgot about that. You see, Trump has got problems too. I know you guys, some of you are just, man, you, are, you hate the Trump. Others love the Trump. Others are saying, you know what? He had a lot of opportunities, but it turned out that he's just like everybody. 
everybody else. Now, why did Donald Trump want to buy Greenland? A lot of articles out there. He said, oh, they got lots of natural resources or things we can do and blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. We are raping the earth in the name of green energy. We are, they want to go up. Bezos, Gates, Branson, Bloomberg, all these jackasses want to go to Greenland and they want to start mining for lithium. We got green, we got to have batteries. Batteries are green. Just look at all the paving we've done in this country. We have, listen, I took 275, I took 75 south, then I took 275 into downtown Tampa, took 275 over to the West Shore area, then I went up towards the airport. And, you know, from 40 years ago, the changes of that are just astronomical. It is a cement dragon over there. It's it's like Medusa. I mean, it is the head of, a, of an 80 head snake. It is unbelievable. And then, it's, I mean, everything is paved. You want to know why the world is getting warm? Because you're paving everything, you guys. Everything is paved. If you really want to cut down on things, let people work closer to home and actually make things. Why do we have to have such large schools? Why can't we have schools in our neighborhoods again? Oh, because of integration. Oh, because of discrimination. Oh, because... No. What's wrong with neighborhood schools? What's wrong with parents being involved in the education of their children? Oh, we got to have everything locked down. Okay, so a gunman comes in and kills everybody in a one-room school. It happened years ago. I think it was the Amish had uh, one of their when their people went nuts. Okay, so we lose 20, 30 kids. So what? Big deal. That's it. Instead, what you can do is, well, hell, let's just get a gunman that breaks into a school that's got several thousand kids, and let's just, you know, wipe out a couple hundred or even a thousand, right? You see, sometimes you just got to think about things. And that's the thing that, again, people just don't think. And there's a reason for it. Mitch, there's something you're going to have to understand. Compared to you, most people have the IQ of a carrot. And most people do have IQ of a carrot. I have on my on my wall, I have a painting that has a carrot on it. And that's what, it's all about that movie, which is real genius. And in that movie, Val Kilmer uh, is in it. And his movie that's on, uh, I think, Prime, Amazon Prime, uh, his documentary about his life. Um, very interesting. Nice guy. Um, it's too bad that he got cancer and throat cancer and lost his voice and all that. He seemed to be well-grounded and um, has a, a good appreciation for life. And he hasn't he hasn't folded up and gone away. He's, he's, he's working it. Val Kilmer, Mark Twain, never had a chance to take it to the level that he wanted to take it. Boy, he went for it. Big bets and big guys ideas my kind of guy you get a chance watch the uh, watch the, the movie he did a nice job documentary all filmed by him I'm not going to give it away you got to watch the damn thing but i'm really speaking to a couple of people i've met lately who uh if they listen to this you guys are pinheads you're just complete assholes and for all of you that i've met who i really enjoyed i really have enjoyed meeting you you guys are cool i've met a lot more nicer people than i have jerks but for those of you who are jerks you gotta you gotta grow up you gotta grow up you gotta learn that the world doesn't center on your behind. There's a whole bunch of us out here. Everybody's trying to make it. You got to have less opinion of yourself. You're not going to change the world. The best thing you can do is change yourself and, and be a good citizen to yourself and to your family and to those around you. But um, yeah, in the world of shenanigans, shysters, Gates, Bezos, Branson, Jack Ma, Michael Bloomberg, wanting to go in and mine Greenland, the Trump, uh-huh, uh-huh, that makes me think... What a POS. That stands for something else. Piece of uh, suey. You got to have a personal operating system. You got to have your daily things that you do, and you got to be a stoic. Remember, if you get a chance to go to bed, you had a good day. Real simple stuff. You have to ask yourself, what occupies your time? What occupies your mind? So what occupies your time? What occupies your mind? You got to think about things like that. Fear of the unknown. Fear of my shadow. Ooh.
we've never had a pandemic like this. Oh, we've never had a virus like this. Every single human being has thousands of viruses in them at any given time. We're a host. Viruses come in. We have to learn to live with it. We're just a living organism. Uh, one of these days, we're going to do that big one. Boy, we're going to do that big one. But we have a, we truly have a growing number of dimwits and ding-dongs out there. In the financial services industry, we occasionally get these complex problems. And, and literally, my personal assistant spent all day trying to solve one problem because not one single person, not one of these children who were customer service reps, including managers and supervisors, could, could they didn't understand anything. Finally got one young man who knew exactly what was going on and said, I get it. It's an orphan account. Paperwork has been lost. Company changed. Clearing houses. Went from Pershing. Went from Fidelity. Now they're clearing with LPL. The file's not papered, so we need to repaper it in order to transfer it because nobody knows what to do. I, I'll handle it personally. It took massive amount of time. Why? Because people can't think. They don't listen. They literally don't listen. So remember, if you want to be persuasive in life, everything's a sale. People don't want to hear this, but Jesus Christ was a salesman. Muhammad was a salesman. Hitler was a salesman. Paul Pot was a salesman. Hell, none of you know who Paul Pot is. Anybody know who Idi Amin is? None of you know who Idi Amin or Paul Pot is if you're under the age of 40, probably. But you have to have clarity. You have to have confidence. You have to have capability. Listen, you don't become a dictator. You don't become a mass murderer unless you have clarity, confidence, and capability. And Pat, don't buy that electric car because when the big one happens, we're all going to get in our clown car. We're getting the hell out of here. With that, hasta luego, Simeonana. See you tomorrow. This has been the Paul Truesdell Podcast, sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting. For more information about Fixed Cost Financial and Longview Forecasting, visit the website for the conglomerate of Truesdell Companies at truesdell.net or call the corporate offices for the Truesdell companies at 212-433-2525. That's 212-433-2525. All rights reserved. Oh, 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 oh,